It takes on a whole new meaning when you're driving impaired by pills and get popped by the police. If our drug recognition officers catch you driving under the influence of drugs or prescription meds, you'll get a suspended license, up to $6,300 in fines, and possibly jail time. A DUI always costs you, and it's never worth it. Don't let a DUI redefine you. Visit arrivealivede.com slash drive sober. Delaware blogger. I am Antoinette Blake, your host, a social media maven, a boomer who blogs with the millennial mind, and I welcome you all to this week's edition of Social Media Sunday with the Delaware blogger. And I'm coming to you pre-recorded from Middletown, Delaware, as today I will be spending some time with my friends from Nourishelle on our annual weekend. But I'd like to start out by thanking our sponsors, Roger and Shavana Johnson, CEOs of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation and executive producers of All About Us Global Production Media Group. Please visit their website at www.wejfoundation.org. As the owner of A. Blake Enterprises Social Media Management and Consulting, I love to read, research, and share information so that we can discuss a broad range of topics here each week, and there will be something for everyone. Teens, tweens, students, Gen X, millennials, boomers, and seniors. I'm also asking that you send in your suggestions for any social media topics that you may wish to discuss or any questions that you may have. Now, I am only here on AAU, a global productions blog talk radio on Sundays, but you can always check out my blog at www.dellblogger.com and find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Dell Blogger, on Twitter at Delaware Blogger, and you can see me on YouTube at amblake01. Remember, you can send all show questions suggestions, and comments at aau.delawareblogger at gmail.com. Here on Social Media Sunday with the Delaware Blogger, it's not going to be me all the time because I have weekly guests to talk about their small businesses or endeavors and how they use social media to engage with their targeted audience to broaden their brand. And I'm currently booking guests for September So if you or someone you know might be interested in being a guest on Social Media Sunday with the Delaware Blogger, please, again, send an email with a short bio to aau.delawareblogger at gmail.com. 
Now, I want you to go grab yourself something to sip or snack, and we'll be right back after this break. I knew God was, was with me. I always used to pray. Uh, my prayer was I uh, asked God to not to let the devil kill me out here while I was in the streets before I could get back. But I said, if you give me one more chance at life and music, I promise you, I'm going to shout you out, and I'm going to testify, and we're going to have a little church up in there. Waking up, thanking God, every day is feeling just like Sunday. Wifey fly, by my side, green light, everything is going my way. Riding clean, living dreams, just left the barber and I'm feeling like Midas. Heard him say, give him praise, what's in the water got you acting like this? Ain't a day go by that I don't try to thank the Lord up above. And if you wonder why I'm loving life, I'm close and I tell you what's up. Listen. Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed. Yes, I'm blessed. living every moment, no regrets. Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm blessed. Yes, I'm blessed. Yes, ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed. Yes, living every moment, no regrets. Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm blessed. Yes, I'm blessed. Yes, playing cards, laughing hard. Barbecue and waking up the whole block Music loud, turning out Little kids are breaking out the bus stop Life is good, really good And every moment, no, I can't forget I gotta say, I won't change You're the reason that I am like this Ain't a day go by that I don't try To thank the Lord up above And if you wonder why I'm loving life Come close and I tell you what's up Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed Yes, living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh Yes, I'm blessed Yes, I'm blessed Yes, ask me how I'm doing I'm blessed, yes, living every moment, no regrets, smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed, 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 let me holler at Uncle Thank God for another day, body weight, no me eating, found another way, I know a trouble all around, try to tear us all down, but I gotta thank God for every day above ground, I know the devil working day and night, but I look him in the eyes and you a damn lie, and I know I could've died in the nighttime, I'm still around because I hear work, not because I'm mad, and I'm up on the doing time, got a message for you, might be stressing out, but there's some blessing coming And when it do through all the party and the nonsense Just take some time to thank God for what he done When you ponder you run with, come with them negative comments Trying to get you to do something You better not follow them down as I swear I declare so much power in prayer You had no idea, God is all I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. 
Welcome back to Social Media Sunday with the Delaware Blogger. I am your host, Antoinette Blake, a social media maven and a boomer who blogs with the millennial mind. And yes, we are blessed. I always say if we wake up looking up, everything else is gravy, baby. So remember, this show is pre-recorded. We won't have any call-ins tonight and the chat line is closed, but you're going to get all some a lot of information with some contact information from myself as well as Travis, my special guest here this evening. So I do hope that you all had a wonderful week, and mine was great. I had some um, exciting meetings and interviews, and I'm looking forward to sharing some exciting news with you, but at a later date. There's a lot of things happening with the Delaware blogger, so I'm just asking for your prayers as I enter into this new season with A. Blake Enterprises. Now, if you're home relaxing, I hope you're enjoying the Sunday with your family, your friends. Maybe you were just chillaxing before the Monday morning grind, hanging outside or enjoying some cool weather in the house under the A.C., with your laptop, your tablet, or your smartphone listening in. Welcome, welcome, wherever you are, and please tell a friend to listen in. I want to welcome all my new listeners as well as my faithful followers, and I'm going to ask that even if you don't get a chance to listen in live every Sunday at 6, that you will listen to the rebroadcast of each podcast using the link that can be found on my blog, which is www. .dellblogger.com, and I ask that you share that link with your family, your friends, and your followers, because it really helps me with sharing my message here each week, and it gives me the ability to introduce you to new business owners. Now, the theme for 2017 is New Year, New You, and last week, my special guest was Veronica Loving, author of Feeding a Monster. And it was deep, yet very educational. It was social media, sex, and students. And we talked about parents, you know, kids are getting ready to head to campus, and, you know, you're going to be packing and praying. But in addition to packing and praying, please prepare them for the possibility of what they may encounter and how they can get information if anything ever happens while they are on campus. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that podcast, please head over to my blog and check the link at the top, the podcast link, and you can hear the rebroadcast of that show. Now, don't forget while you're over there on my blog that you also subscribe, and there's some great posts. Uh, Monday, I actually want to thank uh, a fellow blogger who nominated me for the Versatile Blogger Award. And I remember when I first started blogging, they were so much fun to get. And especially, you know, when other bloggers recognize you, it's, it's even more special. So my acceptance of that award, as well as my nomination of 10 other bloggers, you can read about that on Monday's post. On Way Back Wednesday, it was Seniors and Social Media. Uh, it was a, actually a post that I wrote on my other blog, which I just updated. If you remember, Blogging with Blake is still out there, so you want to check that one out as well. But Seniors and Social Media, you know, seniors are still very savvy, and it's amazing how far we have come, but they're keeping up and they're doing their thing, and it's just, you know, so much fun to see, you know, my aunt who is like 85 with her smartphone and, you know, um, uh, FaceTiming with my sons. It's really cool. So uh, check that out. That's way back Wednesday. 
And then Friday is the Friday night family fiasco. You guys remember I told you what happened when we went out to dinner at Alibaba, how we got our vehicle towed. Well, you want to read that. That's a Friday night family fiasco and how we got a car towed and our first Lyft pickup. So make sure you head over and read these posts. And while you're there, don't forget, subscribe to the blog so you won't miss future posts. I also want to shout out my uh, virtual friend, Miss Eileen from Philly. She introduced us to Anchor FM, which is a new app and a whole new way to create and share audio. It's like having your own mini radio station. You can broadcast, you can turn them into daily shows or, or mini podcasts, and I'm going to actually write about them because I am loving it. I am creating episodes every day. So I have like little mini podcasts every day with questions of the day, and I'm actually going to grab snippets from some of these podcasts to promote over there as well. I'm still doing the live streams on Facebook, on Instagram, you know, still going live on Twitter. So you make sure that you follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Dell Blogger and on Twitter at Delaware Blogger and to keep up with all the happenings. Now, this evening, my special guest is Travis Rothstein. And Travis is the CEO and founder of Connect the Dot, an advertising, consulting, and marketing agency here in Middletown. And he was actually uh, supposed to be on back in June, but he was a little bit under the weather. So I'm glad that I was able to rebook him before the end of the summer because he's got a lot going on. And this evening's topic is branding a new business. What products and services do you need? So it is perfectly time to have him on this evening. Now, as I stated in the beginning of the podcast, Last week was a really busy week, and I've been putting together proposals for various social media management clients, and again, I pray, and I actually pray that something big comes out of them. After all, you know, A. Blake Enterprises has been in business since 2015, at the end of 2015, yeah, and although I've, I've had opportunities presented, the flow of income hasn't been as steady. However, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving in because this is my passion. This is what I do. And it is a much-needed service for many people, individuals, and businesses alike. So if you remember on the 16th, I think it was like a couple of weeks ago, the podcast was with uh, Pedro Moore. And we talked about franchising. But what if you want to start a business, a, a brick-and-mortar business, or even provide a, a service such as counseling like myself? Have you ever really thought about some of the products and services that you will need to build not only the business but the brand? And we know branding is very important, and that's one thing that we're going to be asking Travis this evening. However, before you even get to that stage, there are several questions that you should be asking yourself even before be beginning your business, and that's how we're going to start off. So if you are an entrepreneur who is thinking about starting a new business, you're not alone because there are literally more than uh, about 640,000 new businesses being launched in the United States every year. We know small businesses are the backbone of today's economy. We're the driving force. Um, so before you take that leap, you know, make sure, because it's not for the faint of heart, you know, because a lot of people think, oh, I can get into it. Um, but 
in actuality, they say half of all new businesses don't last more than five years. So that's why it's so important for you to really think about, plan about in order to succeed rather than just trying to wing it, you know, just launch that business. So I'm going to give you 10 questions that every entrepreneur should ask before starting a new business. And I found this on entrepreneur.com. Okay, number one, what problem am I solving? Ask yourself that. Answer this question. My product will solve blank. So if you can't answer that first question, you need to stop, go back to the drawing board, because it's very important that your product solves some sort of need, because that's, gonna, that's going to be what determines its value. Number two, what funds do I absolutely need to start? You know, maybe your dream was to open up a storefront to sell your products. However, that's a lot of money, you know, to open up a, a store. And especially if you haven't tested your product. So instead, do whatever you can in the beginning to use as little funds as possible to grow your business organically. So maybe you'll, you'll sell your products at a, a vendoring event. Uh, a farmer's market, a networking event. You know, that way you, you can build up your inventory based on the funds that you've made from selling from, you know, those type of venues. You know, think about what you absolutely positively need to buy in order to start. Not what you'd like to have in the bank, you know, because the numbers may be bigger than what you actually need. So think about what funds you absolutely positively need to start. Number three, who else is doing it? You can't play the game if you don't know the players. Do a simple Google search to see who else out there is doing what you're doing. Now, just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean that you shouldn't. However, you need to see what your competition looks like and decide if you can offer something better. Number four. What's my special sauce? <laughs> Speaking of being different, you know, di differentiating yourself from the competition, determine what your special sauce is. And this, is, this was what something that Mark uh, Cuban said um, on Shark Tank. He said, your special sauce is the quality about your company that stands out from the rest. Your own special sauce can come from a lot of different areas of your company, where it's made, the unique quality of the product, how it's made, competitive pricing. Maybe you're giving part of it, you know, your, your profits to a charity, or you, 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 know, you have number one stellar customer service. Ask yourself, why or what is going to make someone buy my product over my competitors? And your answer is going to be your special sauce and that should always be included in your marketing. And number five, what resources do you currently have to get started? Now, too many people may you know, say what they don't have instead of what they do have, what they have access to, and how they plan to utilize it. So make a list of everything you have and everyone that can help you, people you know, finances, skills, anything else, you'll be surprised 
at how resourceful you can be even if you feel limited. And another question um, people often ask themselves before they start a business is, is this the right time? You know what? There'll probably never be just the right time. But when you want something badly enough, you will make the time for it no matter what. Starting a business business isn't about all the stars aligning and you feeling 100% confident. Starting a business is about your passions and the excitement which far outweighs your fears and your doubts. Now, these questions are just simply five questions. There's many more questions out there. And, again, talking to Travis this evening, I'm pretty sure he had a lot of questions, and he can, he's going to definitely offer us some suggestions on other questions. But if you keep going back and forth, every time you lay down or, you know, you, you quiet down or you meditate every night and you think about that same thing over and over again, you're passionate about it, then you know what? You've got your answer. The time is right and that's what you need to do. So we're going to take a break right now. Right now, When we come back, we're going to talk to Travis about products and services that you need to build your business brand. Now, don't forget, subscribe to my blog at www.dellblogger.com. Like me on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Dell Blogger. Twitter, Delaware Blogger. And you know what? Use that hashtag Delaware Blogger because I'll pop up on all the social media platforms. We'll be right back after this quick break. Oh, the canvas can do miracles. 
be great if we could just sail into our new business and just have a great time with no problems. I love Christopher Cross, but we can't just sail in there. Welcome back to Social Media Sunday with the Delaware Blogger. I am your host, Antoinette Blake, a social media maven and a boomer who blogs with a millennial mind. And before the break, we talked about the five questions that you should ask yourself before starting a new business. But before we bring on Travis, let's talk about how you can avoid five beginner mistakes that many new entrepreneurs often make. So tonight, the five mistakes that you want to avoid, number one, expecting an overnight success. Yes, it's not going to happen overnight. Very few businesses are going to go from launch to successful money-making machines overnight. Now, trust me, it's happened. Yes, it happens, but not as often as one might think. You know, you go into knowing that it's potentially going to be a long time to get your business off the ground. But if it happens quickly, congratulations, that's a bonus. But it's better not to have that, you know, expectation. Let's be realistic about it so that you won't be disappointed and want to give up. Number two, just sitting back and assuming your sales will roll in. Now, it doesn't matter how great your service or your product is or how great or you are, you know, in selling. If nobody knows that you exist, your business will die. You have to market your business and put it directly in front of your targeted audience. And as a, you know, as a social media maven, I tell people, even if, you know, think of your business as a brick and mortar, you know, um, in a brick-and-mortar store, you have the open and close sign. So you need, if you're not brick-and-mortar and you're online, you need to make sure you're out there promoting yourself so that people know that you're open and ready for business. You know, as the owner of A. Blake Enterprises, social media management and consulting, I get a lot of questions from startups. And some of them literally are the same ones. Like, um, we don't have a big marketing budget. Um, where should I be on social media? Um, why should I be on Facebook, and what is Twitter? You know, <laughs> you've got to think about all of this. Having a well-thought-out content marketing strategy and media outreach campaign can be executed with little to no marketing budget, but it's best if you work with someone like me or Travis who knows, and we work, well, I work with uh, budgets large and small, so 
You know, don't just get out there thinking, oh, I'm not going to get on social media. I don't like social media. Well, you know what? That's going to be a really big mistake. Number three, failing to perform your simple due diligence. Think about it. And that's, this is where social media also comes in hand. You have to Google, you know, are you going to be using someone's trademark? Is, is your domain name available? You know, um, you need to check that. Go on social media, Google. You know, there you can register your domain for as little as, what, $2.99 a month, and you have to get those social media profiles. They don't cost you anything, so make sure, you know, you get all of them. Um, you know, get your digital footprint together. When I first started, I had all different types of names, but now, you know, I'm stuck. I'm not stuck, but, I, you know, I, I just have Dell Blogger because, Actually, Delaware Blogger was the only URL that was available, and that was on Twitter. So you want to make sure that you register all your domain names and that first and foremost that they are available. Number four, not having a long-term plan. When you think you can just run a business on the fly without having a well-thought-out plan, that's entrepreneurial suicide. On the fly can lead to mismanagement of funds and resources, which will ultimately sink your ship. While you can't really predict or prevent all obstacles that you'll encounter, if you set up some long-term planning, that will help you avoid some mistakes. For example, if you have a long-term marketing budget that will help you cover you know, your social media, your, your marketing, your advertisement, then and have enough money left over for payroll and operating expenses, you'll be better than just, you know, winging it, you know, each week by week or month by month. This is a business. You don't want to go from, you know, um, paycheck to paycheck like, you know, a lot of people do. Um, you have to have a long-term plan. And last but not least, not embracing your new business the, the lifestyle of being a new business owner, 100%. You know, being an entrepreneur sometimes is perceived as being cool, especially thanks to social media. You look at those billion-dollar companies like Facebook and Uber and Snapchat, but starting a business requires more than just social media smarts. It requires that you embrace the lifestyle that comes with the territory, long hours, constant problem-solving and stress, lack of sleep, saying goodbye to a major chunk of your free time, limiting your time with your family and your friends, putting your hobbies and personal interests on pause, not watching TV all the time. You know, you've got to make your new business the top priority in your life. So if you're up to it and you can surmount all those big five beginner mistakes, then you're definitely on your way, and I can say congratulations. So now let's bring on this evening's guest. Travis is the CEO and founder of Connect the Dot, an advertising, consulting, and marketing agency here in Middletown, Delaware. Travis Rothstein is a successful entrepreneur with a stellar track record of business accomplishments and a reputation for proven and confident leadership from early stage startups, local businesses, and corporations, both foreign and domestic. 
building from his first success at the age of 20 as the founder of Rothstein Fitness Consulting, Travis has achieved epic results in the marketing, advertising, and consulting industry and continues to take his sophisticated knowledge and hard-won, and hard-won industry experience to the next level. In 2015, Travis established Connect the Dot, concentrating on repurposing of distressed businesses and building the value back into the overlooked customer experience. Connect the Dot has established an impeccable standard for customer service. This has always been one of Travis's highest priorities, and it is one of the reasons his company inspires loyal business. Travis is widely acknowledged as a visionary thinker, deal maker, and business builder. His technical skill and intricate knowledge of negotiation and positive consensus makes him a natural asset to any business. Travis's grassroots speaks for itself, being highly certified in the marketing, advertising, and consulting industry, and frequently requested by customers in large part due to excellent recommendations from previous customers. There are a plethora of talented individuals in his field of work. Obviously, he is one of a kind and is fortunate to remain in high demand. Every customer wants choices, but in the end, none wants to be one of a hundred in a box. They want to feel unique. They make the choices, and when they do, they choose him. Why? Travis Rothstein's provides every customer a gift, epic result, epic result. I love that gift. Sales go up and down. Service is forever. I love that, um, Travis. I am so happy to have you here. Welcome, Travis, to Social Media Sunday with the Delaware Blogger. I am, like I said, glad that we were able to get you rebooked on the show, and I hope that you are 100% yourself because you are so busy, and I know it must have been hard being under the weather for any length of time. Yes, thank you for having me. Uh, Being ill that one weekend was not a fun experience. In fact, it was probably the first time I can say in two years where I was ever ill that put me down for the count where I actually had to take some time for myself. So as I've been listening in and listening to the things you've been talking about, it's it's very true. You don't really get too much time for yourself. And sometimes it, it can perform some health risks and sometimes it can have a devastating task on on the things that you do. So one thing I'll add to what you said is is keep yourself healthy and make sure that you you provide for your family inside all of all this. And that is so true, uh, Travis, because if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Um, and that is so very important. So I'm glad that, that I got you back here again because we you have been doing some great um, things. I actually um, downloaded the free ebook today. I can't wait to read that poolside this weekend. Um, but um, I know you're listening in on the, on the first part of the uh, podcast. And like I said, there were five suggested questions that every entrepreneur should be asking themselves before they start a business. Now, you are an entrepreneur. You've been an entrepreneur. I'm not going to say how old you are, but you've been an entrepreneur since you were 20. 
So I know you have some questions or suggestions of questions that every entrepreneur should be asking him or herself. Absolutely. And you brought up a lot of great, uh, the, the first five things that you brought up were, were spot on. And I'm just going to add a few things to that as differences that I've seen with working with entrepreneurs, small businesses, large corporations, there seems to be a fundamental similarity between the things that I'm going to say and that you've probably read online because it's the building blocks to making sure that success does take place inside a business enterprise. So hopefully the things that I'm going to say aren't so unorthodox or, wow, I've never heard that before, but maybe it's points that I'm going to touch on and elaborate a little bit more in detail that might settle the ease of, of people that are listening in. So I just want to kind of go through a few of these and then uh, just kind of elaborate on a couple of them. Because you did mention you got to make sure that you have that secret sauce. And I couldn't believe that any better. One of the key things when you're an entrepreneur and you're starting up is you have to make sure that you do your research and find a competitive differentiation. If you're not different than the people that you're entering the market with, how are you going to compete? How are you going to survive? And if you don't bring something different to the table with your company, you have to bring something different to the table with yourself. So you have to set yourself aside as your own individual brand. So as you're on social media, as you're on other platforms, as you're on websites, blogging, so on and so forth, you're your own brand. But you're also a brand underneath your company's umbrella as well. So you have to brand yourself two times. And that's very important because if you can't sell yourself on why am I different, then why are, why are people going to buy from you? Just like you also said, what problem does my business solve for? If you're going to be providing solutions, you have to have something that's different out there, but what does, what's the one thing that your business is going to solve for and how is it going to be different from others? It's very key because one of the best things to rally around is a cause. Just like nonprofits, Susan B. Komen, uh, cancer societies, when you look at those types of, of enterprises, they have a cause. And when people rally around them, you, you see the impact that it has. Same thing with a business. Find something that you can rally around with a cause. Solve that problem and go to market. But before you get to market, here's the one thing I always tell fresh entrepreneurs. Ask yourself this one question every single morning. Why? Just that one question. Why? Every entrepreneur should be able to answer that question. Why am I doing this? It seems like a simple question, but it will be inevitable that there's times when things go wrong. Hope's dwindling and you remind yourself why you're in it. As an entrepreneur, building and growth is a process that never really truly ends. So you have to ask yourself that question every morning. You gotta get organized, you gotta plan for growth. But much too soon inside a lot of entrepreneurs' uh, track records, you start to see that they don't have a plan. And if they don't have a plan, then how are you going to grow your business? How are you going to grow yourself? How are you going to reinvent yourself? Those are some key things. Um, another big one that I should probably put this at the top of my, my list for number one is number one is really get a mentor. And I tell every business owner this because they should have a coach or mentor. I've had a coach mm -hmm. now myself for the past decade. And this coach or 
slash mentor has helped me make some of the biggest and toughest decisions. But remember, mentors and coaches are there for a reason. They've been around the block a time or two, or three or four or 20, depends on if you're talking about serial entrepreneurs, but they're connected. And when they're connected, they've seen these things happen, but they're also an outside influence that helps navigate you through your career. Without their help, I wouldn't be able to grow my companies and, and help my employees be the best versions of themselves. So got to get a mentor. Um, I would also say you've definitely got to survey your target market. Take a focus group, go on social media, again, if funds are low, and ask people questions. Walk out into the market that you plan to execute your marketing plan in, your business plan, and just ask people, what do you think about this? What do you think about a new marketing agency coming to Middletown, Delaware? What do you think about a new company called Startups on Demand coming into a technology sector where there's a lot of different companies offering a similar product, but they don't have the, the things answered correctly. And if so, what would you be looking for? What would make you want to use one company over another? Surveys can be the best thing to do. They can be cheap. They can be free. They can be expensive. But ask the questions because if you're not asking, you're probably thinking about them yourself. Um, you know, Two simple things that I think that people may overlook in the very beginning, get legal advice and get a great accountant. Those two individuals mm -hmm. will keep you safe and they'll keep you balanced and making sure that you're living in the black and white world and not too much in the gray because you don't want to become uh, in a spot where you marry an individual called Iris or some might know as IRS. <laughs> So you want to make sure that, that that accountant can guide you and steer you down the path. Um, you know, one of the best pieces of advice I got when I was starting my, my, my startups was for me to boost my credit score because you're going to do a lot of individual funding in the very beginning. And so if you don't have a good credit score, you're not going to get the loans you need. You're not going to be able to get the things that you're going to need to provide. And then what's going to happen is you're going to build up a whole bunch of negative equity and it's going to put you in a spot of potential failure. That's why businesses fail. They have no plan. They run out of money, and they just don't execute their plan correctly. But just something as simple as paying your bills on time, but get that credit score up before you start. And the last thing I would really say is, is the key to all the success, in my opinion. Now, others are going to very much uh, agree or disagree with me on this one, but I believe that the key to success in, in a business enterprise, you have to network, build allies, advocates, and strategic partners. So the first thing to do when contemplating starting business is understand the commitment that's required, but make sure that as an entrepreneur that you succeed and also plan to fail because it's inevitable that it can happen. But if you're planning for success and you're planning for failure, then that means that you're going to have to have an exit strategy. So a lot of people don't plan for an exit strategy. And you might think, well, why would you pl plan for an exit strategy? Well, if you can't hack it in the world, you don't want to burn bridges. You don't want to leave people in a bad spot because you didn't do things right. So an exit strategy should be executed when, when things are not going the right way, 
but you take care of those individuals that are doing business with you and have an exit strategy to say goodbye, farewell, I've taken care of everybody, and I'm now moving on. But too many times you find that people don't have an exit strategy and they do something as, as careless as a day before they tell their employees we're going out of business and then they put a note on the door and all of a sudden a 45-year-old company is gone out of business and nobody knows anything. And you got to think, well, the people that have been loyal to them for so many years, what does that do to their character as that, as that business owner? So I always talk about that too because people always say, well, Again, why would I plan for failure? Well, you can't predict the future, so you got to have a plan for success and failure. But other than that, if you don't have allies, advocates, and strategic partners, those are those individuals that are going to take you from A to Z. And the more that you have of them, I'll tell you what, you're in a better spot. Yeah, and I have to agree, Travis, with practically everything, everything you said, you know, uh, you know, your your number one, you know, was to get the mentor and the coach. Um, but I would probably say, you know, when you wake up every morning asking yourself why, um, that's probably going to be high on my list. You know, yeah, you want to have, you know, you want to research your, your, your competition. You want to know what makes you different, what your special sauce is. Definitely, you know, you have to solve a problem. You know, people are not going to pay you. Um, to just sit there and look at you, there should be a reason why they're coming to you and why they're coming to you versus, you know, the man down the street. And, um, I, you know, you, you, that was that succeed, that succeed and fail. I mean, I, I'd never heard of that. That's really great. I appreciate it. So we're going to take, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I get a, now I get a coughing fit because you, you just gave me so much great information. Excuse me, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I want you to tell us about the tools and products that we should use for our business. You got it. Oh, 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 oh,
Hello and welcome back to Social Media Sunday with the Delaware Blogger. I am your host, Antoinette Blake, a social media maven and a boomer who blogs with a millennial mind. And this evening, I'm talking to Travis Rothstein, CEO and founder of Connect the Dot, an advertising, consulting, and marketing agency here in Middletown, Delaware. And before the break, Travis gave us some great questions that each and every entrepreneur should be asking him or herself before even starting a business. And I was taking some notes here. Um, and so I, you know, like I said, I've been following, I look up to Travis. Um, because he 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 definitely knows a thing or two when it comes to branding a business, and um, he's going to tell us how you know how do we find those right tools or the best products and services for our business, and also um, what's happening over at Connected Dots and startups on demand. I'm interested in um, um, hearing more about that, Travis. So tell us when it comes to branding a business. Um, how does a new business owner find the right tools or the best products um, or services to use for his or her business? Well, Antoinette, that's one of the greatest questions I think anyone ever asks. And thanks for teeing up such a great podcast for for me to talk about my new startup, Startups on Demand, in a little bit. But as it relates to Connect the Dot, here, here's what I'm going to say. When you're looking for products and services for your business at early stages of adoption to the middle time of your business and through just different life cycles that you're going to go through inside your business enterprise, you're, you're going to find that you're going to need different products and services based upon how your business is growing, how it's flourishing, and what direction that you take it. I can tell you from personal experience, from when I started Connect the Dot back in 2014, the products and services that we personally use and offer today are completely different from what we started with in the very beginning. Now, the fundamentals of the business have stayed the same. However, the, the strategic approach that we've taken and then with, and the tools that we use to get there have changed because, as you mentioned, there's over 600 and some thousand startups that, that, are, that, that take place. And as you can imagine, each one of those offer different products and solutions that any business owner can potentially use. What I find inside the entrepreneur world is you get someone that works for a big name company, which I'll leave company names outside of this conversation here, but they might work for, let's say, ABC company, and they become very successful and they file an IPO. Well, one of those individuals from ABC Company leave that company and they start DEF Company. Well, now you've got DEF Company, which is the same as ABC, and what happens is, is they put out different price points, different strategies, but you've got two companies fundamentally doing the same thing, competing against themselves. And we see that more times than, than ever inside the uh, entrepreneur space. So one of the things I always like to really start out by saying is don't assume that what works for you or what, that works for others is going to work for you. So you have to be really cautious when you're looking at products and services because you can read reviews, you can read the things that people have commented on inside blogs, and you can see the cross-pollination that does take place. But one of the things that I think people overlook and, and in the very beginning are aren't really exposed to is there's a lot of what we call in the uh, the business space is um, 
influencers. And influencers are individuals who will self-promote other people's brands and products and services in the attempt to help them grow and leverage their business as well as the others. And when you start seeing these influencers, great influencers out there like Neil Patel, Russell Brunson, um, Ryan Dice from Digital Marketer, these individuals, when they speak about other companies, you start to see that they've done business with them, they've built up a good niche, and you start to see that they really and truly respect the businesses that they're speaking about. But when you start seeing successful individuals talk about other companies, then you know that there's something noteworthy to that. So influencers play a huge and pivotal role inside the entrepreneur space. So if you really want to accelerate your business, get into good networking groups, get into, um, I call them entrepreneurial societies, where you have a really uh, really strong strategic partners and allies and advocates for your business that will help spread the gossip about how well your company is doing and what they can bring to the market. But when you look at your business and you're looking for products and services to grow, be successful, and do all the things that it needs to do, what you first have to really think about is, you know, people always assume that if they read enough, one day they'll find the perfect solution to their own company's dilemma or their prop. Um, they may be the single biggest driver for every blog about marketing, if you really think about it. But there's plenty to learn from other success and failures. And you'll never find your exact solution from someone else. You have to find out what works for you and your business. So as you're looking at your business, I would always say, first of all, what are the things that you need to make your business successful immediately? And earlier when I was talking about some of the people, key, the people in key roles, well, number one, that accountant and that, um, that, that attorney are huge players inside that space. So that accountant can offer certain solutions, such as like QuickBooks or whatever it may be that they may use to help you with invoicing and stuff like that. But I'm going to give – I was contemplating about giving some of my secret sauces out tonight, and <laughs> I think I'm going to. Um, Thank you. I'm a, I'm, a firm, I'm a firm believer that the, the best way to help an entrepreneur – and just small business in general, is to share the things that have helped you become successful. So there's, um, there's a couple of companies that I will mention. So if you go to, even to our site, connectthedot.com, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-H-E-D-O-T.com, and if you go to our partners page, you're going to start to see um, a, a big change on a daily basis. And what we're doing is we're allowing different companies to become partners with Connect the Dot, meaning that we have approved them to become onto our site and we endorse them. And so what we wanted to do is open up a, a realm for small businesses and just entrepreneurs to say, hey, when we're dealing with co companies like Connected Out, maybe there's a, a go-to page where there's some things that, um, that they endorse. And so it's been something that we started uh, about two weeks ago, and it's continuing to grow. Uh, we're, we have 20 companies that we've endorsed, and we've had 139 submissions just um, in the past two weeks. And so, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just a great place to look at it from an angle of um, what are some of the things that people are using locally or what are some of the things that maybe Connect the Dots using. What I find is every quarter, I mean, I spend probably – a full week that I dedicate, so I won't even say probably, I dedicate a full week to looking at my monthly spend 
on products and services that I'm using because a lot of the times when I'm making recommendations and my team is making recommendations for our clients, how do you know what to recommend if you've never tried something or endorsed mm-hmm. a product or lived inside of it? So we spend more money on products and services just to see what's right for other people. And what that does, Antoinette, is it allows us to then make recommendations because Again, right, you right. can't believe what you read. You have to go in and understand how does the how does that person's buying process take place? How does it influence the buying decision? When someone gets in, is it up to the acumen of that individual? Is it too high, too low? And does it offer the keys to success that that business needs? And how does it integrate? How does it integrate with email marketing? How does it integrate with other applications that are online? And does it allow them to have a cost-effective opportunity to migrate and switch in case that it's not the right one? So no long-term contracts, short-term contracts are what's key. And very little and low barriers to entry, such as 7 to 14-day trials and stuff like that, right? Not a lot of money up front because you – a lot of times what we see is when people are are testing products and services, they really don't know what's going on in the very beginning. They get sidetracked and then they come back to it and they have to start all over again. So when you're looking at products and services, I mean, I can beat this, this topic over with a dead horse (laughs) because it's, Mm. it's actually the one piece that is what fundamentally created my other tech startup startups on demand. Because I spend, like I said, a full week every quarter researching products and services. And I got to a spot where I said, you know what? I don't have time to spend a full week researching this every quarter. I, I, I need to be growing my business. And so it, it kind of gave me an epiphany. I said, what, what if I could solve this problem? What if I could offer entrepreneurs and small businesses an opportunity to come to a, a place that allowed them to simply look for what they don't know they're looking for, allow technology to find them, and allow that technology to help them make a decision before they think about making a decision. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> because wow. That, no, it, I mean, that, you know, especially today because we are bombarded by so much that we may feel confused. We, like you said, we may not know that we need that. Um, exactly. Yeah. No. That. Yeah. That. 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 I'm listening. I'm. I'm listening and taking notes. <laughs> so, um, just to kind of piggyback off that. So, what Startups on Demand is. So, the, the website's not launched yet. It's in beta two right now. So, here's a little insider information for everybody out there. So, it's in beta two, and. Uh, it has to go through one more beta, which is beta three, and in beta three, I can elaborate on that in a little bit, a little bit later. But to explain what Startups on Demand does, so people can understand it, because uh, we're going to have a marketing campaign get launched here in the next two to three weeks to start building some buzz about it. So I like to kind of set the stage by saying, think of Expedia before I start talking about it. And when you look at Expedia mm-hmm. or Trivago or any of those businesses. You go on, you pick some destinations, some dates, some times. Do you want a hotel? Do you want a car? Do you want airfare? Whatever it may be. 
And what it does is it scours the internet and it says, hey, here's your best solutions and here's the price points. And it allows you to customize that search filter and, and do those things that meet the needs of how you're looking for that information. So what Startups On Demand does is it does virtually the same thing on, on the startupsondemand.co. So on our website, what we do is we offer the most comprehensive list of business solutions so that you're guaranteed to find the best match quickly and with ease. It uses artificial intelligence and predictability models. And what it does in every area of your business will find the low-hanging fruit that yields you the greatest results, will identify your inefficiencies to free up your time for focusing on your business and keep you on track along the way. And how this works is you enter the site, you uh, subscribe to be a member of the site, and as a, you have a member portal, and then there's a business portal, those that are going to be on the site. And so businesses have the opportunity to put their products and services online, put links to their social media pages, descriptions about their product. It allows individuals to go to uh, review their product. It shows price points. You can do a compare analysis by clicking on different boxes for different companies. But basically, when you, when you start to put in your information on Startups On Demand, such as looking for marketing company, what it'll start doing is it'll start predicting, kind of like how Google does when you're typing into the search box and it starts right. filling out your words. It starts to do the same thing, but what it does is it starts to populate business, business, businesses, products, and services that you may not think you need, but based on prior search, from other individuals that have used that term, it will help you start uh, calculating um, different you know, criteria. So by the time that you fill out what's called our auto match feature, by the end, once you hit submit, it's going to populate all the companies that in sequential order from here's what you are gonna need before you start your business to here's what you're gonna need in the beginning, the middle, the end, and, and all the way through in order, and it'll rank those companies based upon how their reviews on our site impact um, that business performance. And obviously there's different ways that you can pay to play um, and, and also advertise on it, but it's a one-stop shop for businesses to really take the guesswork out of who do I use and what do I use, and allows them to not waste that time, and it puts it right in their forefront. Right now, we have 500 companies that are already in beta one. Um, inside beta two, we have um, entered into uh, um, negotiations with another 5,000 companies. And then beta Whoa. three, we're gonna open it up to everybody. So it, it, it's definitely something that people have grasped upon to say, hey, this is something that we wanna be a part of because I think mm -hmm. companies out there realize too that it's, it's very taxing on an individual to sit there and look for these things day to day and they need an opportunity. So with both Startups On Demand and Connected Out, what we're trying to do is provide the opportunity for these individuals to have to not really look for those things. And so like on Connected Out, we just launched a new campaign at the start of July, which was called Hire Us. And essentially, the Hire-Us campaign, by the way, Antoinette, it's our first advertising campaign that we as an agency 
have officially first run. So we've never run our own advertising campaign, which... Wow, um, congratulations. <laughs> yes, you know, it's kind of funny because when you think about an advertising agency, you must think, oh, they, they, they advertise all the time. But, we're, you know, a lot of times, we're most of the time, we're helping other people advertise themselves. So it was um, it was a very interesting campaign to run, and we've been uh, getting interviewed a lot because we've been creating a lot of buzz in the marketplace. But essentially what the Hire Us campaign does is allows you to build your own marketing department. So it doesn't matter what size company you are. It allows you to hire our team of experts to work for you. So whether you need a graphic designer, you need a social media expert, content writing, um, email um, email campaigns, uh, drip campaigns, blogging, stuff like that. You can hire our individuals on a project-by-project -project basis, or you can hire them full-time, in fact. So what it does is allows individuals and companies that do not have a marketing department, or maybe they're thinking about cutting out their marketing department. It allows them an opportunity to contract for hire individuals from our organization to work for them because I feel that we have some of the best in the business. And so wanted to make sure that we had an opportunity out there for everybody. And that is great because, you know, as when you're first starting out or, you know, like you said earlier, you you know, you, you this is your first or second, maybe your 20th um, new startup, a new business, things change so quickly. Um, and, you know, you sometimes you feel as though you just need that extra person, that person that's going to be there to help you, support you. And this Hire Us campaign sounds amazing. I mean, this sounds absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm really excited not only for um, you but just for your clients. I mean, this is, hey, this it can't get any better than this. This is wonderful. I mean, Again, you know, because now we're in, in an environment where large, the, lot, the larger major companies are downsizing, right-sizing, resourcing, and many people, whether they're millennials or boomers or even seniors, are starting over. You know, they're, they're taking what they've done in corporate America for 20, 30, 50 years and turning it into their own business. And there are things that they have to relearn or learn, and this is just the perfect, you know, the perfect hub to start you know, to, to, to figure out what it is that I need, you know, and like you said, as they're doing that search, it's going to populate and it's going to give them, them the answers right there. So congratulations and kudos on this. This is this is a success. I see it. I mean, it's, you know, you're in beta two, going to beta three. You are, you have a long, I mean, this is, I can't wait for the official launch of this. This is awesome, Travis. Congratulations. Thank you. So we were talking, you know, about, um, you know, because there's so many different things um, that you have to concern yourself with. Um, and I know, you know, there, you've, you've had your trials, your errors, but what you keep saying, what you keep coming back to, and I hope our listeners will, will remember, is it is so important to network. You know, networking is the, you know, that is where you're going to get a lot of your connections and to keep those 
you know, connections, even if, you know, you have that, you do do that exit strategy. You don't, you know, just keep going, keep learning, keep growing, um, and it's just great. And then I think one other thing I have here in quotes, not everything works for everyone. I'm going to use that. I'm going to make that a meme. Not everything works for everyone. So if you look at these, you know, influencers and, you know, they're doing their thing and they're, you know, doing their thing, but it's not, it may not be for you. It's not you. You can't mimic someone else. You cannot mimic someone right. else's success. There's a, a lot of, you know, oftentimes people say, uh, well, if I just read everything that this person writes or, you know, 20 steps to this, that, and the other. No, it's, you can't mimic someone else's success. They can lay out their plan and their, you know, their suggestions, but it's up to you to do what you need to do. Yeah, that, that's great. So tell, is there any more you want to tell us about? Um, like I said, I printed out the uh, book. Let me grab this here. I printed out the free ebook. I'm going to tell people to sign up, you know, for your newsletter. But I printed out the on-site targeting guide, how to grow your online revenue by recovering your abandoning visitors. What's an abandoning visitor? So an abandoning visitor, so you, you get individuals that come to your site, and they may fill out your newsletter, and then eventually they say, you know what? I'm getting too many emails. In fact, mm. I can tell you a very funny story. So today, every Monday, um, I'm going to keep the, the the language toned down. But every Monday, <laughs> oh, we, we 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 send out a um, what we call um, bad but yeah, the bad ass. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. So the badass <laughs> updates. And so what the badass updates are is things that we've encountered throughout the previous week with companies that we're doing business with or companies that we're connecting with or companies that we're trying to network with or whatever it may be. And so, you know, from time to time, um, what, what we try to do is put some of the best opportunities in front of individuals so that way, again, they can get some of the best product price points from the very start of of when products come out, where the the barrier to entry is extremely low, and so that way that they can get into some very uh, crazy deals, like one that we're going to actually send out tomorrow that came across us today, is a deal where I'll leave the company out so I can build some hype, but the um, mm-hmm. but what it does is allows you to instead of paying for a monthly subscription, you pay a one-time fee for lifetime access to this company's portfolio. So mm. it's an, a way for companies to offer their product and service in the early adoption stage to early adopters to raise capital for their company, which is very smart. So that way yes. they're acquiring email lists, they're acquiring demographical behaviors, and they're getting people on there to test their product at mass quantities. So that way they can see, can you break the, can you break the system? Can you, um, you know, share some of the, some of the, um, the bug fixes that need to take place. And so, you know, it, it's one of those things that it's a trial and error type of piece. But, you know, when you're doing it, you'll start to see that some of these things that we send out, it, it may not be a, a fit for everybody. Uh, not everyone gets the same email because we have all of our email lists based on uh, the things that we are kind of marketing to. So if people are coming to our downloads versus our updates, you know, there's different email segments that we we do send out to but you know one of the funniest things is is today I got this email I have to 
pull it up real quick so I can read it to you because I, I think it's I think it sets the stage for something really funny. And of course, I'll leave the individual's name out. But um, <laughs> so the, in one of the first parts of the campaign, we basically said that we were going to be sending out an email every day for the first five days, and we were going to be doing X, Y, and Z. And so as we um, started sending out the emails for the campaign, uh, one, one of the individuals responded back <clears throat> and said, um, so we were so we were on day three, and this, uh, we had an incredible response. Uh, we got a lot of emails, you know, stating that, oh, oh wow, it's in day three you're getting too, you're sending too many emails, which ironically required them to email us back with that response. <laughs> so I, I found that kind of funny. Most people don't catch on to my humor on these things, but it's funny that I I got emails back saying, hey, you're sending too many emails. But they were notified that, hey, we were going to be sending emails. So, um, you know, we had different people say, look, this is an unfortunate approach as I would have preferred to remain among your subscribers. I think clearly you're you're overdoing your promotion, and I suspect there are many – individuals not appreciating the volume of the email for your particular promotion and this turnoff that is unnecessary since you have you offer a unique and compelling service. I hope you're inclined to reevaluate this approach and in the meantime I'll unsubscribe. Maybe I won't. What? Keep me on your list. <laughs> Best wishes. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like too much, too much. I'm never gonna subscribe again until tomorrow. <laughs> right. You know, so yeah, maybe an email a day is too much, but th- there's there's different reasons to why companies do send out emails when they do, and you know, I, I truly think that email marketing is one of the toughest um, outlets to really grasp and understand and perfect because it's impossible to perfect because you're dealing with so many different individuals, so having different companies in your portfolio to use for products and services like Infusionsoft that offers email uh, marketing automation or click funnels or lead pages, you know, different companies like that that can help you really start to see the, the pros and cons of the way that people do things. And a lot of these companies allow you to do what's called A-B split tests. And in fact, we, right. um, of all the of all the uh, marketing campaigns that we do, we always do three to four A/B split tests for every ad that we run. And over the past two years, we've kept a a, a book of connect the dot secrets. And so we're going to publish a split test uh, ebook in the next two months. That's going to show what campaigns we ran. We're going to take out some of the content. We have to kind of dumb it down but it's going to show what worked best and when. So did a green button work better versus a red button versus an orange? Because as you're trying to brand your company, you're using your, your company your company culture and your colors. So a lot of times we would use orange, but when we would use orange for a submit button, we, were like, we found that orange out of the three performed the worst. Green performed second worst and red performed the best. And, Red in the eyes of marketing is kind of stop, you know, reevaluate. Green is go, spend. Um, 
And so it's that false negative. And so I can't say it's the same for everybody, but it's one of the split tests that we found that when we were doing things that just certain elements such as button color made the difference between someone buying or not. So to, to go back to your question about people that are abandoning, so it could be that person that does abandon your, your email list or they're in your shopping cart, but they don't make a purchase. So how do you then remarket back to that individual if you don't have their information? Did they did you get them to sign up for uh, a subscription right. or a, an ebook or a free book or something? Or do you have some technology, hence hence, that may exist that allows when someone's on your website, so when they leave, you can remarket back to them so as they're going to different sites like Facebook, weather.com, so on and so forth. Now you have ads that are being served back to them in places where ads can be served, so that way you can get them back into your fold so they become engaged. Oh, okay. Cause like, like I said, I print. I got this. I got the badass today, and I said, well, let me print this out. Um, well, because I knew you were going to be on this, e- you know, this evening with me. But I was like, whoa, this has a lot of um, good information because I'm also very curious about the A/B split testing. Um, what really, what I want to know is like the best time. You know, everyone's always talking about the time. When is the best time of the day and the best day of the week to uh, get someone to open up your email? Yeah, so I mean, we've done split tests on that. We found that now, again, it, it's to me, it's really different by industry. But for mm-hmm. like for us, we found that. Um, so we sent out our badass updates on Mondays, knowing that Tuesdays or Thursdays are the times that we're really going to send out follow-up information to those Monday emails, and Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, at 10 o'clock, between 9 and 10 o'clock, tend to be the best open rates for us. Okay. And then you have, um, we found at different times that Sunday nights happen to be, Sunday nights are better than Monday mornings. Definitely, because Sunday definitely. nights, a lot of individuals are preparing for Monday, and on Monday you're bombarded, and so the last thing you want to do is deal with email. Um, in fact, as you've and I've known each other for a while now, I'm still trying to find a way to end email. So please join my cause, everybody out there, to find a way to end email. <laughs> <laughs> that is your Man, cause. Man, does it take up email? too much of our time. <laughs> too much well, email. Well, you know, it's, it's not only emails, but because, you know, you read so much, again, going back to um, everything is not, and not for everyone because some people say, you know, you, your business has it you know should be more dependent on the email addresses than on the social media like shares and retweets it's like you know when you die you should make sure you always have your email list with you so it's there's so many different schools of thought on email um i i love email and i you know i give people tips and hints on how to really you know manage it because it can become overwhelming um, I subscribe to the, 
I subscribe to the fact that I think you should have multiple email accounts, so that way you can, you know, you sign up when you, because you always sign up for something. You know, I sign up for you, I sign up for somebody, but I know there's just one email account that I want for all my freebie stuff, or all my sign-up stuff, yep. um, another email account that I want just for my personal, my family, you know. So um, you can, I mean, I, you know, I, you know, email, yes, you could get e- email overload, but I think it can, it's it's well it's great to manage it because email people have email accounts and they they have them forever. I always laugh when I get people um, that give me their email address that has .aol.com. I'm like, oh my god, I haven't you still on AOL? You know, mm-hmm. come on, please. <laughs> and then every time I just automatically think of that dial tone, that dial up sound, I'm like, ah. And then I was really upset because Verizon um, got out of the email business and gave it to AOL, and I'm like, oh, here I am again. It seems like I'm going back in time. Um, but, yeah, emails, I mean, that is the way, that's where every, everyone checks their email, like, every day. You know, some people, as much as they want to say that they're checking their Facebook, but the feeds in Facebook goes by so quick, Twitter goes so quick, that, and I always feel as though I'm going to get them in their email box. They're going to see it. They're going to open it there, but they may not have seen a post or a tweet or, you know, an Instagram um, picture that I put out there. So, you know, I like emails, and I think, um, you know, I don't abuse sending out emails. I don't send them out, you know, too often. So I still, like I said, I want to, I have to figure out the best time and date based on my open rates. Mm-hmm. Lots of technology out there to help you with that, too. Good. Well, you know, I'm going to be coming to you. Um, because I, I, you know, I, like I told, I said in the beginning, I, I trust you. Um, I, you know, I follow you. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you and what, for what you're doing um, by putting Delaware on the map. Because I always feel as though, um, you know, and this is no offense to anybody in the state. I've been, you know, I, I moved to Delaware in the '70s, back in uh, 1976, I think it was. I left, but I came back. But at the time, you know, there were more horse and buggies than there were vehicles. So I've seen a transition. And I've always felt that um, we are in a great state and we should be number one in all things technology. And uh, based on what you're doing, what your staff and team are doing over at Connected Dot, I, I truly applaud you um, and very and been very proud of you and glad that I know you. Um, and I definitely appreciate you being um, with me on this podcast tonight because there's a lot of information that you have that want to make sure that people are made aware of. We don't have to go to New York. We don't have to go to D.C. We don't have to go to Jersey. We've got it right here in the first state of Delaware. Amen to that. Yes. So, Travis, thank you. This has been a great podcast. I mean, I know we could go on again, and we probably will pick this up again, um, you know, as we get into the fall. Once you get get everything launched, I want to bring you back on um, because there's a lot of information. Yeah, a lot of information that you have um, for for entrepreneurs looking to start a business. And, again, I'm proud. You know, I'm really proud to be a fellow business owner like yourself here in Middletown. So now we're at the part of the uh, podcast that I call Shameless Plugs and Shoutouts. So this is where I want you to tell people where they can connect with you, your email address, your social media platforms, wherever you are in cyberspace, as well as a shout-out to your family. Um, I met your son, you know, and I know they're saying, okay, Dad, time's up. you got to get off the phone. Um, <laughs> so shout-outs to your family, your, you know, your friends, your wife, your colleagues, everyone. Um, so just this is your time to do so. Thank you. Okay. So – Obviously, you can find us at www.connectthedot.com. 
I'll spell it again, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-H-E-D-O-T.com. If you add the extra T, you're going to remind me of my $25,000 mistake in the beginning that Antoinette <laughs> talks about, about researching your platforms. Yeah, um, buddy. You can find us on all social media with the same with the same name. It's at connect the dot now. So very simple, at C-O-N-N-E-C-T-H-E-D-O-T-N-O-W. So that's on LinkedIn. Um, uh, gosh, had a memory blank for a second. So that's on Facebook, okay. Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and, um, and Google+. So you can find us on those outlets. Um, uh, best email, <laughs> which goes to my assistant, which would be support at connectthedot.com, is a great way to get a hold of us. Another way to get a hold of us is via social media. Um, go through the Messenger platform. We always have someone from our social team that's there ready to, to respond. And, you know, another thing about us is, if you have questions, comments, concerns, we're here for everybody. Um, we make sure that we provide an outlet for anyone to come to, even if it's just a simple question. We treat everything the same as if you're a client or not a client because you never know what the future holds. So we're not one of those organizations that you can't email the CEO or you can't email you know, this person or that person. We're one of those companies that you know, we're such a, a team sport and what we do that everyone literally is treated equal. And I don't set expectations for any of my employees that they can't ex- expect for me to do. So what that makes me do is have to learn graphic design, social media, developing, all that kind of stuff, not to the level of what they do, but at least I can talk and speak the lingo. So that way I know what they do day in and day out and can appreciate their work. And I'll tell you, the more that you can really understand what your employees contribute to your organization and, and the, the efforts that they provide, you can really truly um, respect and understand that they're the catalyst to making your business successful. So the biggest shout-out that I can give besides to my family is to all the individuals that make Connect the Dot and Startups on Demand possible. Without you, we would not be who we are today. So I, I thank all of them for what they do because they um, don't get the recognition except for what we do internally um, that I think they deserve. You know, we win a lot of awards uh, in the past couple of months for some design contests, social media contests, Addy Awards. And I always feel like the individuals that are really part of these um, campaigns don't get the full attention. So, um, you know, after just talking about things on this call, I'm going to make it more of a priority for myself to make sure that my individuals that contribute to these campaigns are getting their noteworthy going forward more than what's being out there. So, you know, I, I think we need to create something out there that really highlights individuals that make up organizations and have a spot for them to be showcased, and like an employee showcase. That's what we're going to, we're going to call Antoinette. We're going to start this thing. I like that. I really like that. Employee showcase, because you know what? Everyone just wants us to hear thank you, doing a good job, you know, get that warm fuzzy. You know, that used to be so um, important back in the day in corporate America when, you know, people took time to say thank you, doing a good job, you know, and, and then we just so quick, we just we just don't stop and say thank you anymore or, you know, I appreciate you. 
Um, so that's a great, great thing. Employee showcase. That would be that would be wonderful. Um, and well, Antoinette, I appreciate you, and I thank you for thinking of me for this podcast and my organization and my team. Well, I appreciate you, and you know what? We met at the chamber, a uh, Middletown chamber. Um, and I know that I still see you doing your thing down there. So, you know, keep on keeping, keep on keeping Middletown on the map, you know, keep me in mind. And again, we're going to bring you back when you officially launch, um, startups on demand, because we want to promote that and get, you know, get people really psyched and, and, and involved in that. So again, Travis, thank you, um, so very much for being a guest here on Social Media Sunday with the Delaware Blogger. I hope that you and the family have a wonderful and healthy remaining summer. Wow, what's left of it. So thank you again. Good night and God bless. Thank you. So I'd like to thank you all so very much for tuning in this evening to Social Media Sunday with the Delaware Blogger. I am your host, Antoinette Blake, a social media maven and a boomer who blogs with a millennial mind. And the next two weeks, we're going to be Encore Podcast because I'm going to take some well-deserved weekend time with my family and my friends and regroup for a new season, which, of course, I've asked you guys to pray about. Um, So please follow along on my blog. Sign up for my newsletter or listen to me on Anchor FM for what will be happening next with the Delaware Blogger. I want to shout out uh, Nicole Surrett. Um, We have sponsorship packages for the Kaleidoscope DE, which is a cancer conference that is held um, on September 23rd. Um, So if you want more information on that, head over to the Kaleidoscope DE Facebook page. I also want to shout out Sarah Jones for her feature in the News Journal. She's going to be a TEDx talker on August, I believe, 16th. And then, of course, thank you, Miss Eileen, for your YouTube channels, your live streaming, and your anchors, you know, to Anchor FM information. So I appreciate all of you. And as you go through these next few weeks, I want you to think about any questions, ideas, or topics that you want to talk about here on social media Sunday with the Delaware Blogger on Sundays at 6, and then send an email to aau.delawareblogger at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or become a sponsor for AAU Global Productions, please send an email as well. Don't forget to subscribe to my blog at www.delblogger.com. Like me on Facebook at Dell Blogger, Instagram and Pinterest at Dell Blogger, and you can find me on Twitter at Delaware Blogger. So thank you all so very much for tuning in to Social Media Sunday with the Delaware Blogger. And until the next time, be social, be smart, be safe, and stay blessed. We'll talk to you soon. Story is one for my brother, what I want for myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on. Uh-huh. I want all my people around me. Everybody living good. Everybody eating good. Everybody chilling.
Sharing is a virtue. Show folks where you stand. Lend a hand when you can to your fellow man. Hold a plan for the day when you can't work the way you used to. Sunday with the Delaware Blogger. Until the next time, stay safe, stay blessed, and I'll see you in cyberspace. Lighting up. It takes on a whole new meaning when you're behind the wheel smoking pot and see police lights. If our drug recognition officers catch you driving under the influence of marijuana, you'll get a suspended license, up to $6,300 in fines, and possibly jail time. A DUI always costs you, and it's never worth it. Don't let a DUI redefine you. Visit ArriveAliveDE.com slash DriveSober. Lighting up. It takes on a whole new meaning when you're behind the wheel smoking pot and see police lights. If our drug recognition officers catch you driving under the influence of marijuana, you'll get a suspended license, up to $6,300 in fines, and possibly jail time. A DUI always costs you, and it's never worth it. Don't let a DUI redefine you. Visit ArriveAliveDE.com slash DriveSober.